All right, all right. Happy Hump Day and welcome to your Newsmax Daily Podcast for May 10th, 2023. If you are one of the many new listeners to the podcast and new viewers to Newsmax, thank you for watching and for searching out the Newsmax podcasts. Check out some of the other great podcasts in addition to the Newsmax Daily as well. Today, May 10th, is World Lupus Day. It was created back in 2004 to help the world understand the sometimes devastating effects that the little-known disease has on people and on families. There's about 6 million people worldwide, including more than 1.5 million Americans, that suffer from the chronic autoimmune disease. Today is also National Receptionist Day, so be nice to the receptionist no matter how much he or she is playing on their phone and ignoring you and making you wait. On the food calendar, it's a good one. Today is hashtag National Shrimp Day, which immediately made me think, I know what I'm having for dinner. Remember those TV commercials? Beef, it's what's for dinner. Tonight, it's shrimp. I bet they'll be serving shrimp and beef at President Biden's campaign reception slash fundraiser near Wall Street tonight. The president is in New York today after landing at John F. Kennedy Airport. He's speaking at Westchester Community College. That's about 25 miles north of New York City, where traffic is an absolute nightmare under normal circumstances. But with the presidential motorcade in town, good luck with that. Not a place that I would want to be today. And then after that, he will be going. Going to New York City, Lower Manhattan, Wall Street area to attend a campaign reception slash fundraiser. He won't get back to D.C. until around 10, 30, 11. So you know what that means. Tomorrow he will likely have no events on his calendar. I'll get to the debt ceiling discussion, Title 42, Tucker's Twitter announcement and more. But first, the big story which actually happened in New York yesterday. Jurors in Donald Trump's civil case found the former president sexually assaulted and defamed writer E. Jean Carroll, but found him not guilty of rape and ruled that she be compensated about five million bucks. Here's Donald Trump's official response last night. What else can you expect from a Trump-hating, Clinton-appointed judge who went out of his way to make sure that the result of this trial was as negative as it could possibly be, speaking to and in control of a jury from an anti-Trump area, which is probably the worst place in the United States for me to get a fair trial. We'll be appealing this decision. It's a disgrace. I don't even know who this woman is. I have no idea who she is, where she came from, this is another scam. It's a political witch hunt. And somehow we're going to have to fight this stuff. We cannot let our country go into this abyss. This is disgraceful. You have somebody running for office. You have a woman that's financed and lied about it. She totally lied about it by Democrat operatives, like just about the biggest one there is. And she said that wasn't true. They found that she lied about it. and. The judge wasn't even, I guess, letting it be put in as evidence. The whole thing is a scam, and it's a shame, and it's a disgrace to our country. 
That is a video released by President Trump in response to the ruling. We get more from Rob Schmidt. To refresh your memory, E. Jean Carroll claims she was shopping at high-end Bergdorf department store in midtown Manhattan 30 years ago when she ran into Donald Trump. At the time, Trump was a overwhelmingly beloved figure in New York, a wealthy developer with celebrity status. Trump owned the Plaza Hotel, which is right next door to Bergdorf's. Carol claims Trump told her he needed help buying a gift for a woman, which started with suggestions of a purse, an accessory of some kind, and then turned to lingerie. Carol says Trump told her to try it on in a dressing room so he can see it. A disinterested woman would have probably responded with some sort of an expletive and said, get away from me, but not E. Jean Carroll. Carol actually admits to going into the dressing room with the young, handsome billionaire and nearly 30 years later has crafted this as her excuse. She writes, this is going to be hilarious. I'm saying to myself, and as I write this, I'm staggered by my stupidity. As we head to the dressing rooms, I'm laughing aloud and saying in my mind, I'm going to make him put this thing on over his pants. The moment the dressing room door is closed, he lunges at me, pushes me against the wall, hitting my head quite badly and puts his mouth against my lips. Carol continues on with the details of the act, saying she was laughing at various points. Kind of weird. Most actual rape victims don't claim that the episode was hilarious. Rob Schmidt is host of Rob Schmidt Tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax. And once again, for better or worse, news agencies around the world are covering Donald Trump. They so desperately want to get rid of him, but they keep him in the headlines all the time. If you ever turn on MSNBC or CNN for some reason, not today because of this story, but just randomly at any time, they actually talk more about Trump than Newsmax or Fox does. They're obsessed with anti-Trump news. And it could be coincidentally great timing or terrible timing, but today is actually the scheduled day of the Trump-CNN town hall, which CNN was already receiving major backlash for, as we had discussed last week. And this certainly is more fuel for the haters' fire or more intrigue for some others. So the other big story, another video announcement. This one from former Fox News host Tucker Carlson. You can't have a free society if people aren't allowed to say what they think is true. Speech is the fundamental prerequisite for democracy. That's why it's enshrined in the first of our constitutional amendments. Amazingly, as of tonight, there aren't many platforms left that allow free speech. The last big one remaining in the world, the only one, is Twitter where we are now. Starting soon, we'll be bringing a new version of the show we've been doing for the last six and a half years to Twitter. We bring some other things too, which we'll tell you about. But for now, we're just grateful to be here. Free speech is the main right that you have. Without it, you have no others. See you soon. So there you go. Tucker on Twitter announcing that he will bring a show or some sort of commentary to Twitter and Elon Musk also announcing or alluding to revenue sharing or payments to anyone who creates great conservative content that generates viewers or followers. So is Twitter going to become more like Instagram or YouTube? Maybe they'll have a spinoff, a separate plat platform. This 
is going to be very interesting to not only see what happens with Tucker, but what happens with Twitter. And speaking of great conservative content, did you know that Newsmax has another new show? Chris Plant, The Right Squad. It isn't just kids who say the darndest things. No, sometimes it's the alleged grown-ups in the room, the people running the country. By the way, anybody who doesn't think we have global warming, hang out with me, man. Travel with every major fire I've been to. Don't hear no, because you know my saying? I eat no for breakfast. <laughs> I've been in and out of Iraq and Iran, Iraq and Iran, but Iraq, not Iran. I misspoke Iraq and Afghanistan over 30 times. One day I'm going to write a cookbook, but I do, I've, I've started to actually write my recipes. The family joke is that if somebody asks me for the recipe, I'll just say, well, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, we can hardly wait for that cookbook. Now let's introduce a little game that we're going to have on the Right Squad. It's time to play Who Said That? And here's how it goes. And uh, please play along at home, of course, unless you live in San Francisco and you don't have a home, which is so often the case. <laughs> I'm going to read a quote, and you're going to have to guess which political figure said that. Chris Plant, Right Squad, and Who Said That is weeknights at 9 o'clock Eastern, right between the balance with Eric Bowling and Greg Kelly reports. The Right Squad is a roundtable type of format with a variety of political and TV journalistic personality guests, so you definitely want to check that out. And I go from Who Said That to Who to Believe after yesterday's debt ceiling meeting at the White House. If you had a household and you hit your credit card's max, and you were spending more than you were bringing in, wouldn't you simply say, maybe I shouldn't go to Starbucks tomorrow. Maybe make that coffee at home. Our economy would fall into a significant recession. It would devastate retirement accounts, increase borrowing costs. According to Moody's, nearly 8 million Americans would lose their jobs. President Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy commenting after the meeting on the little progress that was made in the meeting and the debt ceiling bill that the House signed last week. According to Speaker McCarthy, there'll be another meeting coming up on Friday. And tomorrow is the big day. Been talking about it for a few years now. Title 42 is set to expire. The Trump-era policy that keeps asylum seekers in Mexico. And the unmitigated disaster, the horrendous debacle at the border, is only going to get worse. If that's even possible. Chris Salcedo spoke with Goliad County, Texas Sheriff Roy Boyd. As Joe Biden is, is rolling out the welcome mat for millions more illegal aliens into this country, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has a different tack on this. What, what, what do you think uh, the Texas is going to do or what have you been told Texas will do to prepare for the onslaught that's coming toward America? Well, I know that Governor Abbott has sent uh, DPS and National Guard down to, uh, to work near the ports of entry. The problem is a lot of these folks are coming through between the ports of entry. The individuals coming through the port of entry are going to be a minority in numbers. And so our Operation Lone Star Task Force has been now working in the counties like Kenny County, Brooks County, Referio County, different places. And over the last couple of weeks, we have seen a ramp up from the cartels in the smuggling operations. They're bringing across more people, they're bringing across more drugs, and they're pushing more money south right now. In the last 24 hours alone, the task force that, uh, that we operate has brought in over $100,000 in drug and smuggling money that we have caught headed back south to Mexico. 
We've been knocking down loads of uh, illegal aliens. And for the first time in quite some time, we're seeing what we call suicide loads. What that is, is a pickup truck with 12 or more people in it. They're just shoving as many people in and driving them up towards Houston as fast as they can. That's something we hadn't seen in quite some time. But as the massive number of people begins to come across the border, the logistics change. And as those change, the cartels get desperate and are looking to push those folks mm-hmm. up as fast as they can. That's Goliad County Sheriff Roy Boyd on the Chris Salcedo Show, which is absolutely must-watch Newsmax TV. I say it all the time. Isn't that great news? And I'll say it again, this is by far the biggest problem in the country, and a lot of people aren't even paying attention. People that don't live in or anywhere near border states still don't think that this is a problem for their state or city. During that interview, there was a video of huge homeless camps, refugee camps on the streets of many Texas towns and cities, especially in and around Houston. It goes way, way beyond the border states. And in other news, more news from New York. Republican Congressman George Santos was arrested this morning. He'll be arraigned this afternoon on federal charges, including fraud and lying to Congress. The Department of Justice said in a statement that the 13-count indictment includes seven counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, and one count of theft of public funds, along with two counts of making false statements to the House of Representatives. Again, he is expected to be arraigned this afternoon. That's New York Republican Congressman George Santos. And don't forget, Newsmax TV is available on most major cable systems like AT&T, Comcast, Xfinity, Spectrum, Dish TV, DirecTV, and more. If you're not getting Newsmax TV, call your provider and tell them you want it. It's also available on your favorite platforms, Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, Pluto. Make sure you download the Newsmax app as well on your phone. This way you can watch your favorite shows anywhere, anytime, and keep up to date with all the latest breaking news. Thank you again for listening to Newsmax Daily. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day or night. I hope to see you right back here tomorrow. In the meantime, my friend, keep fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute. Every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.